Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Every good business plan fails as soon as you take a punch to the face, which is a horrible way, horrible rereading of a, a quote that's attributed to, to Muhammad Ali. Basically, it talks about business planning and plans don't go through the way you're thinking about. They, they actually might go. The same holds true for podcasting. Yep. Same holds true for podcasting. Typically on this program, I talk about measurable business goals and outcomes for your podcast. I've kind of become known for that. That's, a, that's what I do. The podcasts I produce are for businesses, and those businesses have measurable business goals and outcomes that they want to achieve, and that's exactly what they should be doing. However, I want to take a slightly different approach. I want to talk about podcasting less as a direct business driver and more as, well, just a different way to do it. You know, a lot of us got into the podcasting scene without knowing what we were doing 15 years ago, but the landscape's matured. It's been 15 years, so there are a lot of clear-cut paths for you to follow. Well, what if you don't want to follow them? That's the topic of conversation today. What if you don't want to follow those normal trends and you want to do something interesting? Specifically, you want to seek out something called serendipity. Serendipity means things just kind of happen, but they actually don't. When you really break down how serendipity happens, it wasn't just happy accidents. We call them that, but they were actually the product of, if not planning, certainly a, a level of being open to receive those interesting things. And maybe that's where you're, you're at with your business. Maybe you're in a situation now where you want a podcast, but you're not exactly sure what you want a podcast about. So my suggestion to you is... Try to find something that's rather interesting. Try to find a direction that's interesting. If you want to go a deep dive on this, you can go do a Google search on the term direction of maximal interestingness. I'm not going to talk about all that deep dive, but I am going to talk about how serendipity, especially for a podcast, can come out of following a direction of maximal interestingness as opposed to a very rigid plan. So serendipity means you're available, you make yourself open, your show is ready to take on serendipitous opportunities, if you will. Something that comes along and says, yeah, maybe maybe that's what I should do. Maybe this is a new direction that I ought to take my show in. That's serendipity. But serendipity is oftentimes lost for podcasters, especially new, new or established podcasters, when... As a podcaster, you have an idea for a podcast and you're seeking validation for that idea of a podcast. And you're seeking them through the common metrics of downloads, 
and reviews. We talk, we track of those things a lot. But I think that tracking downloads and reviews are antithetical to seeking out serendipity. Let me explain why. When you seek out serendipity, you have to be open to opportunities that come in. And if you're constantly tracking downloads, those that's not opportunity. If, if you're tracking reviews, those aren't opportunity. Th- those, those are validation. Those are your loyal audience telling you, I like what you're doing. Keep on keeping on. That's not allowing for serendipity. Serendipity happens when, th- and, and when serendipity happens, things change drastically. That's not what your fans really want to hear. So if you really want to cultivate serendipity for your show, and where you don't exactly know where the end goal is going to be, I suggest not looking at your downloads or your reviews, at least for a while. I mean, you're always going to look at it, but don't, but don't worry about that. You're never going to find out if serendipity is happening for you by looking at downloads and reviews. Instead, what I want you to look at, what I want you to track somehow, is opportunities. You're not going to find those opportunities, again, in downloads and in reviews. Opportunities come in conversations. When you meet someone who says, hey, I heard you're doing that podcast and I listened to it. It was quite interesting. I want to talk about a collaboration. You might get an email about that from someone. That's one person. That's not a download. Well, that might be a download, but that's not hundreds of downloads that you're getting or thousands of downloads. That's simply one person. They didn't leave a review, but they want to talk about something new, an opportunity to do something different and utilize you and your show to it. Are you open to that opportunity? Now, in order to do this properly, you have to be in an abundance mindset. Yeah, I know. I'm getting getting deep in the weeds here. You have to watch out for scarcity. Scarcity, here's, here's an, uh, an, uh, how to identify if scarcity is impacting your show. If you have a very rigid set time when you do your show, whether that is recording it or editing it, and you, can't have, you don't have any flexibility to move out of that, then you're not working in a, a space of abundance. You're working with scarcity. But if you are in a space of abundance where, sure, you've got your set time when you record, but there's other times when you think about podcasting and you're able to do more things, you can be open to these opportunities that come across. And these opportunities can be interesting. It could be the hallway conversation that I mentioned or the someone at a party coming up to you. It could be an email that someone sends to you that says, I listened to your show and this. Don't just track that one person listened to your show and had good things to say. Track that one person listened to your show and an opportunity rose out of it. And then look at the opportunity and take advantage of of the opportunity if it makes sense. Now, here's the trick. Not necessarily because it makes sense for your podcast. Does it make sense for you, your business, as a podcaster? Does it open up an opportunity to do more things, more podcasting? Is that the opportunity that has presented itself? It may cause you, if that opportunity looks good enough and proves good enough, to shut down your show. Are you ready for that? Are you really ready for that? That, that? I'm not saying you have to do that. Look, many of the opportunities I took advantage of very early in podcasting, heck, everything I did early in podcasting was all opportunistic, which is probably going too far. They all opened up opportunities and typically meant that I had to do more podcasting. I had to get behind the microphone more. I had to collaborate with other people. I had to do more, which again requires 
this at a certain level of abundance, not scarcity. You have to be able to take advantage of the opportunities as they come to you. Step one is recognizing them. And that means making sure that people can reach out to you, that you're easily identifiable, all those various things, so that if someone does listen to your show and go, huh, here's an idea, that they've got a way to contact you. Two, make sure that you're checking out all of those and scouring them for interesting opportunities as they come in and reaching back out to people. Even if it's a weird, crazy, I had no, you got to do it. That's what lets serendipity happen. I call this increasing your luck surface area. If you want a buzzy term for it, that's it. Increasing your luck surface area because you're not really lucky. You're just open to opportunities that come from your show. But you're never going to see those opportunities if you're solely focused on downloads and reviews. That is validation for your current efforts. It is not letting you grow as a person, as a podcaster, as a podcasting business. They're fine. They're wonderful. And if you can grow your audience month after month, great. Keep on doing it. But don't neglect the opportunities that are coming in and seek out the serendipity. I get that it's hard to figure out what the right angle for a business podcast is. I would love to help you with that. If you need help figuring out what your business should be doing in the podcasting world, well, my focus is all on businesses and podcasting, oftentimes leading to measurable business results, but sometimes just in figuring out the right sorts of experiments and serendipitous actions we can take to make a fantastic show. If that sounds interesting, get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Go to podcastlaunch.pro to check out all of the services I'm currently offering to my clients, and I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, 
PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.